Glowing Light Church brings to you Glimpse of Deliverance with your host, Reverend Paul Johnson Siade, the senior pastor. Glowing Light Church is a leading light extricating the gifted and potentials yet bound to actualize their potentials and turning footmen into horsemen through scriptural exposition on deliverance and salvation. And now, let's receive the unadulterated word of God from Reverend Paul Johnson Siade. I'd like to read from verse 6. Verse 6. If you give me the amplified uh, the King James Version. Verse 6. It said, But he whose descent is not counted from them received tithes of Abraham and blessed him that had the promises. Now, Abraham had promises from God. And the promises that he has received of the Lord is the same promises bestowed upon us according to 1 Peter. Chapter 1 from verse 3. That God has given unto us all that is requisite to life and godliness. But, Bible said, he whose descent is not from among men, receive a tithe of Abraham and blessed Abraham who had promises. So, you have promise on the other hand, but you must be spoken into by a superior being, somebody with authority, to bring the promises to pass. So who speaks into your life. Is critically important. It's not a theology. It's just emphasis. I'm laying. Who is speaking into your life. Then verse 7 says that. And without all contradiction. The less is blessed. Of the better. So. What makes another man better to speak into your life is the fact that that person is going to operate from a dimension that is divinely authenticated based on the remits of the covenant. So, you have the promises of God. You have a dream. You have a desire. Your life has been prophesied into but somebody has to speak into your life and that person must carry and speak from that authority perspective as heaven has in breath. And heaven carefully designated five offices that human beings of the same morphology like you and I to speak from so that heaven can bring to pass what he has prepared for you. What are these offices? Counting from the least. Teacher. Pastor, evangelist, prophet, apostle. Now here, these are offices that God has designated. And the Bible said, I will give you prophets after my own heart. And pastors after my own heart. So when you look at it critically, in spite of the promises of God, which is the scriptures we have received, the entire working of the miracle and the blessing of God is not by your efforts or your skill. So it's going to take God by his spirit to speak through you, through human being into your life. And that is so important that there is nobody that can speak into his own life and it comes to pass. But it has to be through and from a medium of authority. No medical doctor can perform surgery on his, himself. No a nurse perform a surgery on a medical doctor. It's going to take another medical doctor that is vested in that particular speciality to conduct that surgery. So who speaks into your life 
It's not a question of you deciding. Because he said, I'll give you pastors. I'll give you shepherds. After my heart. After his own heart. There are desires. Burning desires in the heart of God. That he wants to bring into the earth. And he has chosen you. But it's going to take a shepherd after his own heart. To speak it into your life. No being irrespective of the promises you have will lack this particular ingredient and make it according to the details of the covenant. No. So it's very important. So we are going to explore what makes these particular people using this office that when they speak it activates and catalyzes the performing of the promises of God in your life. Number one, let's take the journey. Who are these people? In Matthew chapter 13, verse 52, Bible said, he said to them, therefore, that is Jesus speaking. Every teacher and interpreter of the sacred writings who has been instructed about and trained for the kingdom of heaven and has become a disciple is like a householder who brings forth out of his storehouse treasure that is new and treasure that is old. The fresh as well as the familiar. So here, these are beings that have first class insight and knowledge, first class experience by revelation about heaven. They have not been trained about earthly things, but they have been trained about heavenly things. So the Bible said, the scripture we read, they are householders. They have been trained about heavenly things. They know things and ordinances, statutes, proceedings, procedural processes that brings to pass the promise you are holding in your hand. And they have been trained so, not because for themselves, but for you. So God decides which one of the training or the trainee in the heavenly things to execute a particular assignment over your life. I pray Jesus that God will use me better than before Amen. for your life. Amen. Then verse 20, chapter 20, verse 1 in the same Matthew, he said, for the kingdom of heaven is like unto a man that is an householder which went out early in the morning to high laborers into his vineyard. And when he had agreed with the laborers for a penny, for a penny a day, he sent them into his vineyard. So listen carefully. The scripture we read in Matthew chapter 13, verse 52, says that these are scribes, people of the same morphology like you and I, that have been trained in the things of the heavens. So these are sacred writings. They have skill to read. Spiritual readings. Spiritually inclined to the things of the spirit that determines the things in the natural. They have the ability to read what egg stands for last year. What egg stands for this year. Because God is not static. Neither does revelation or the revelation is static. But God is dynamic. Revelation is dynamic. God is moving. Every time he's speaking, what he said last night, he will repeat it this morning. So he has trained people that have the ability to read the things of the spirit. They are so important. And anytime God wants to communicate, wants to bless, wants to bestow honor, 
He does not drop it from heaven. He uses words. So he impregnates the understanding of these people with the insight to speak accordingly so that it comes to pass. Then people will know this is God. Then the excellency of the power will not be of you, but will be of God. So he said, the kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man. So here you must endeavor and endure and understand that you cannot be at variance with that vessel, the shepherd. You cannot have a misunderstanding with the shepherd, the source of that voice that God is going to use. You must make sure that as much as you can, you hold that shepherd in high esteem as an egg because you are a believer. But God who gave you the salvation has determined as a precondition how he works and how he translates that promise in your hand into manifestation. So you cannot ignore the process. You cannot. You cannot. Please. Now here, you must understand that being at variance with a shepherd may not be audibly heard. But if your attitude and words and conversation, even behind closed doors, is at variance with the shepherd, the likelihood that that words of authority taking effect is difficult. So what Abraham did was that he first gave a tithe in Hebrews chapter 7 verse 6. Bible said he gave a tithe. So when the authority speaks, it falls upon the tithe. Okay. The tithe is like a farm. It's like a land you have that determines the harvest. So I have said three things in many words. Number one, you must be a tighter. Amen. Then number two, the person speaking must be authenticated by heaven. Then number three, your tithe is the land you are going to sow every seed on. If the tithe is not in place, the likelihood that you will not receive the manifestation is so high. I don't care how controversial this is. Anytime the world makes a controversy out of what is a statutory requirement of our kingdom requirement, it's an indication it is a major blow to Satan. Now, I'm still on course. In Matthew 12, chapter 12, verse 30, the Bible said, then some of the scribes, listen very carefully, the scribes are people that are divided on two fronts. 35 Pharisees, 35 uh, 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 Sadducees, then one high priest that constitute the Sahendri. These were the people that reserved the right to interpret the scriptures and the things of the spirit to give direction to the rest of the Jews. So this same mode of operation has been communicated, carried and transposed from the Old Testament into the New Testament. But this time, we don't have Sadducees and Pharisees and a high priest, but we have only one high priest, Christ, the great shepherd, then five authenticated offices. Apostle, 
prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers. So important for you to know. So, they came to him and said, Teacher, we desire to see a sign or a miracle from you, proving that you are what you claim to be. So, this is the generation that seeks for a sign. So, as long as the first prophet gives you a sign, you will follow. Then also, it is human reasoning to say that somebody who is trained in the things of the heavenly but has no car cannot speak into your life who is driving vehicles for it to come to pass. That understanding does not hold water in the scheme of God and in the things of God. He can use a cripple to heal you. That is God for you. Now, so, you must understand that this authority that God has set in place to speak into people's life has nothing to do with their material status. And God has not called you into a denomination. You can be in a denomination and end up in hell. The only thing he called you to is a shepherd. I'll leave there for another day. Verse 39 said, but he replied to them, an evil and adulterous generation. A generation morally unfaithful to God. Now, anytime an individual begins to put stumbling block and reasons why that particular shepherd, that particular office cannot speak and cannot submit to that office, that person is being unfaithful to God. That is how you know. And you and I will know that we are being unfaithful when we ignore the proceedings and the procedural processes of God as he has outlined to be a blessing to us. So he said, a generation morally unfaithful to God seeks and demands a sign, but no sign shall be given to it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. A prophet what? Jonah. Now listen very carefully. God is very, very meticulous when it comes to what he uses. God is very meticulous when it comes to what he bestows. God is meticulous when it comes to what is associated with his name. As long as you say it is Jesus, he will make sure that he will sanctify his name. Even if it takes 10 years. He will not leave any dent on his name. So, we are careful to speak when we say, thou sayest the Lord. But you see, human as we are, when we compare the relativity and the comparison between two offices that are branded under the same name prophet, we expect prophet A and B to exhibit the manifestations of the gift of the spirit the same way. No, there is something about manifesting the gift and your personality, the gift that does not sit with your personality, God does not use it. Mm. Okay. That is why 
Character does not or is not arrived at overnight. The fruits are very important. You can walk to an orange tree and pluck a fruit. You can pluck a fruit. But that fruit came about as a result of a process. But a gift comes overnight, no process. No process. So you cannot have the fruit overnight. It's a process. What is the process? A seed must be sown. The seed must germinate. The germination must go through vegetative process. But flower, pollinate, then fruit. So when you see the fruit of the spirit, a work has been done. But when you see a gift without fruit, work has not been done. So God made sure that whatever is associated with his work name and reputation is only arrived as as a fruit. So he said, we should endeavor to have the fruits of his spirit. That is the only way you know that this is the spirit of God. If you don't see the fruits there. So, Bible said, the giver of these offices, creator of these offices, to speak into our lives, the criteria that his identity was unfolded is completely important for us to understand. In this way, we will know that this office is of God. That office is not of God. So, the Bible said, when the message was sent to Mary that she will conceive, six months ahead, the same message was sent to Elizabeth, Zachariah's wife. And then, between John the Baptist and Jesus Christ, a six-month duration. Now, when they were born, both Mary and Elizabeth are cousins. For God to establish that distinctive fact, and as an unparalleled truth, that it is not a family business, and John the Baptist... It's not being driven by his emotions. Bible said, he gave John the Baptist a clue that if you see the person on whom the spirit descends and dwells bodily as a dove, the dove here is a turtle dove, then he is the Messiah. So, the presence of the spirit determines what kind of manifestation. Mm. 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 The presence of the spirit determines what kind of manifestation. So, why you don't see the fruit? The spirit is not there. Satan will not come like a creature into the puppet. He will transform himself into an angel of light. Yeah, mama, what could be binumma? Yet the answer binumma to usua. Omo ji wunsire fi wa problem. But a radibeji ina mau. Amen. We speaking over your life, speaking into your life. So let's explore that aspect. Then we come back to the authentication. John chapter 1 verse 32. John gave further evidence. Saying, I have seen the spirit descending as a dove out of heaven. And it dwelt on him never to depart. Give me King James version of that. Verse 32. 
never to depart. So the spirit comes and dwells on the person. Where the spirit is dwelling, the lordship of the spirit of God begins to exhibit the fruit. What are the fruits? We'll get there. And John bear record saying, I saw the spirit descending from heaven like a dove and it abode upon him. So here, this is prelude to the baptism site. John the Baptist called to make straight every crooked path for the Messiah to come, receive a revelation as a matter of fact, this is discernment of spirit. John operated in the manifestation of the gifts of the Holy Ghost. So he saw ahead of time without which he himself would not be convinced that his own cousin, Yeshua Hamashiach, is the Messiah. Because Elizabeth and Mary dwelt together and the children knew themselves. So here, familiarity is what would destroy the power and the efficacy of what is being pronounced. When you get to that point where you begin to make familiarize whatever it is. Madam, a white man language, makebi awati awati. My mother tongue, I never paid any fees. I just spoke it. No. That aside, you realize that familiarity could have endangered the salvation of humanity. If John had made familiarize out of his cousin Jesus, that oh, Ben Lelen, Keleno, Shoya, Kajabaka Biash. It's my own cousin we have been playing together. Bible said, even the biological siblings, sisters, and brothers of Jesus never took him for granted. Jude, James, and the others. That became his disciples. They never familiarized themselves with him. You see, today we have made God so familiar that even present worship, we are on our phones. Where they are preaching, the word of God is going forth, and a member gets up with the phone. Get out, finish with the call. Come back, distract everybody on that road. And then sit down and doesn't know what has been said. We have become so familiar with God. And this is what has reduced the potency of the anointing of the Holy Ghost in the church. If we can Give the reverential place of God back to him. And allow the Holy Ghost to be Lord. We will not have the challenges we have. So John must be cautioned by heaven. That any mistake you do now. By speaking these words into another life, you will circumvent the destiny of humanity. Imagine John had mistakenly pointed to one of his disciples that behold the lamp of God. So you see, when a man is instructed in the things of heaven, instructed in the things of the spirit, is to deliver and to ensure that what heaven is impregnated with goes to the right person. 
so that there will not be swapping mistakes and error. I said, imagine that John the Baptist had pointed to one of the disciples and said, behold, and has not pointed Jesus. Verse 33 said, And I did not know him, nor recognize him, but he who sent me to baptize in with water said to me, Upon him whom you shall see the Spirit descend and remain, that one is he who baptized Tithes with the Holy Ghost. So here, when John saw the Spirit descended bodily upon Jesus, John did not confirm exactly. But John waited because Bible said the Spirit that descended must dwell on the person. So it wasn't an overnight process that it was explained. Jesus received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. As John witnessed, then the Spirit led him to the wilderness. For the fruit of the Spirit be built. It's a process. Even the giver of the office ensure that he himself in his human form observed the process. Brother, person whose blessing you are converting by faith was built from somewhere. So, Bemana, after you were here, ten years ago, Niri the Chawa won't pay because Master, you're wrong. Onim said the Eshevi po. Ena obia brane hosana ne wanyalalas. Bago. Abrabo yoku mekada. Abrabo yoku. Then verse thirty four said, and I have seen that happen. I actually did see it. And my testimony is that this is the son of God. This is what? The son of God. This is what? The son of God. The true sign of a prophet is that what he says comes to pass. That is it. That is all. You don't measure the office by a particular manifestation. There is no way in the Bible. The Bible says that before you can be an evangelist, you have to manifest the gift of healing. We have made it so. And have reduced soul winning to only some individuals. And then some has become inspired preachers taking offering. Okay. No. The true sign of a prophet is that what he says comes to pass. So if you tell me a prophet must operate in discerning of spirit and this and that, the gift of a word of knowledge and a word of wisdom, these three makes him a prophet. You are misleading. Misleading. Moses was a great prophet. But he never operated discernment. No. In many instances, all the prophets of the Old Testament 
major and minor, never operated discernment. They were given visions. They were lifted in the spirit. Then they saw it is more of the office authority than gift. But this day we have built everything around gift, not the office. So if even you are a prophet or a pastor with the right character operating the right office, the people ignore you and go to the crook who is manifesting. Child of God, if we must make it to heaven, we must do it according to the way God wants it. It's so difficult to suppress your desire for material gain. But the question here is, no man ever built story buildings, was buried with story buildings. Can we take time and reflect on all these things? Yes, we can. Verse 22, Luke chapter 3, verse 22. Luke goes ahead to describe the event that John the Baptist saw and in the spirit and saw it happen in the physical. Luke describes it. Luke chapter 3, verse 22. And the Holy Spirit descended upon him bodily form like a dove and a voice came from heaven saying, you are my son, my beloved, in whom, in you, I am well pleased and find delight. So here, exactly as John the Baptist saw, John the Baptist experience physically was consistent with what he saw. Now, what I want you to know here Based on what I'm teaching is this. The relationship between Christ and the church is that of marriage between a bridegroom and a bride. And the relationship between the shepherd over your soul and you as a sheep is not that of marriage. But it is that of father and son. Father and daughter. But between Christ and the church is husband and wife. So, it isn't every secret and personal issues that the shepherd can know. So, how much room you give to your shepherd determines the predominant amount of words that you can receive. If you feel that I just want a place to have the word of God. After that, I go. No dealings with the pastor. You have not made room to receive any word from God. There has to be relationship. Today, our churches are filled with people. Rich and powerful. That wants to determine the message you preach. I told my freelance. Why am I saying this? Because for the promise to prosper, for you to prosper, the shepherd must have the right place in your life. Then you can say that your marriage with Christ is intact. The shepherd who is the servant of your husband must have the right place. I said it, I said, the relationship between the sheep, the sheep, the sheep, and Christ, the church and Christ is marriage. But between the shepherd and the flock, 
is father, son, father, daughter. So for the marriage between you and Jesus to prosper, your father must have the right place. Because he is going to speak. As your husband inspires him. So I'm going to prove it. Then I'll go on. Give me Second Chronicles chapter 20 verse 20. And they, they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God. So you see, if you believe in God, you shall be established. Believe his prophets. So shall ye prosper. So if you believe in God. And you have a covenant with God. Which is lacking to marriage. Husband and wife. Then the husband provides. But his provision is through a shepherd. That shepherd's relationship with you. Is a father daughter relationship. Not your peers. You may be older than him. More educated than him. More educated than her. But it has nothing to do with the man up there that is speaking through him. So you are going to need a lot of humility. To get yourself prospered. Fine. So we go to. I'll show you a typical illustration. Of what I'm saying. Who is speaking into your life? There are people. That never want a pastor to speak into their life. Okay. Let's see. Extra. Chapter 6 verse 13. We're almost there. Then, then Teniah, governor of the province, this side of the river, with Shetar, Bozaniah, and the associates, diligently did what King Darius had decreed. Now, King Darius decreed that the walls of Jerusalem be built. It was in the days of Nebuchadnezzar. Then came Atasasis. Then Darius. So two monarchs gave them the decree to build. But because a shepherd was not in place, they could not prosper. That shepherd by whose words God prospered you can also turn God against you. You see, we are afraid of the fetish priest, but we don't fear man of God. Because we don't fear God. Also, for you to win, see your bomb, pay your tight, empty your cassa, and then sooner, why do you know a quacoyetuma, a seed? Bible said, He's lacking unto a man that sows a vine. So, when we speak, it comes like a seed, it must fall on the earth in your life. Where is your tight? Where is the earth? Where is your farm? You can dispute it. It doesn't change the truth. Yeah. 
Hello. Then look at something. Verse 14 is the biggest one. You see. And the elders of the Jews built, prospered through the prophesying of Haggai. Not through the decree. But Haggai has never built a war before. Would you follow Hashem Komu who build a war that? And prophet and Zechariah, son of Ido, they finished their building as commanded by the God of Israel and by the decree of Cyrus, Darius, and Atasazis of Persia. It took them three monarchs, even though they had the decree on their side. Government policy was on them. For them, they were advantageous. But because the shepherd that must speak into their lives was not in place, they could not erect the walls in the days of who? Darius and Altasasis. But in the days of Saros, then the shepherd was in place. They built and they prospered. Believe in the Lord your God. You shall be established. Believe also his prophet. You shall prosper. So, the question here is, our biggest challenge is familiarity. The right person can be speaking into your life, but familiarity can destroy everything. The people who faces this danger is pastor's wife. The same man ministering to you. How will you take it when he said, that say as a Lord? Whilst he's ministering and he said, that say as a Lord. You think the ministration has gone through his head? I said ministration. You are responsible for what is going through your mind. Ministration means service line. It's a service provider. It's so important that the hand of God prospers you. The shepherd must occupy the right place. Do you know that there are people being shepherded by pastors? For the last two, three years, they don't even know the residence of the pastor. Ebin Mukrani Sofonayaka and Swamdasua Soro. A Christopher, you are reducing me to a magic man. You assume you are there to make a ban in Chinese. You are doing so. It after a certain pastors have become fire service. Only when there is fire, emergency. So when they see that this is the attitude and this is what is going. And this is what he's selling. Then they have come out with all kinds of oil. Green, blue, yellow, red. They have emergency oil. Depth collection oil. Instant miracle marriage oil. 
ट्रैवलिंग होया कोरोना होया बट द फैक्ट इज आई जिंगु नाउ तो who is speaking into your life who comes to your home who do you kneel before that he pour all over your head and speak into your life abraham had the promise but it has to take god mekisedek to speak into his life the promise is not enough the career is not enough your present status is not enough to give you that future the right person with the right word engineered by the anointing of the holy ghost must speak those forceful words and it's so reasonable that if you give the shepherd the place of a fatherhood that you also honor him that is where the struggle is honoring your shepherd is so critical it isn't because somebody is rich and has gotten the shepherd's attention but it is a natural thing that if somebody means well to your welfare you flow towards the person so gift to the shepherd in the kingdom is as important as your offering i said i will be bold to speak the truth how can you be doing business in soap and your shepherd will be buying soap Oh. How can you be farming a yam farm and your shepherd will have to buy yam? No. No. The enemy can only destroy you when the shepherd is destroyed. strike the shepherd and the sheep shall scatter distract the shepherd give the shepherd the wrong attention and the flock will be misled into a ditch the shepherd and the place of the shepherd in the church in your life is so important to manifesting the will of god you can be so blessed sometimes to make it easy for my wife when it is a direction i've received of the lord i said this is not me this is from the lord this is from the lord so you see you will not prosper until the right person prophesying is in place Now look at something. Joshua Take me to Joshua chapter 1 verse 1. Before we come to this scripture. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, the Lord did not tell Joshua through Moses what his intention is but Joshua received directly from God but it has to take Moses to speak into what he has received for it to stand your shepherd your shepherd also are you advocating for relevance yes 
Why? Because I'm doing the right thing in your life. I'm not using juju. I'm not using ring. I observe the process. So you to do the right thing. Let God be blessed. A pastor died because he is afraid to say it. He was sick. But because he has to make a hero out of his calling, he still stood in the pulpit preaching and died. At least I have a cross to carry, not this one. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' minister, servant. Moses' servant. Moses' servant. Moses' servant. Moses, my servant, is dead. So now, arise, take his place. Hey! Moses saw burning bush, parted the resi, spoke before the most mightiest man on earth, challenging with power, wrote words, had miracles, saw God, saw the presence of God, commanded the presence of God, Commanded the air to open. Swallowed people, rebels. The brass, the kappa. The works he has. Joshua had no work. Compared. I want you to absorb it well, well. Now go back to Numbers chapter 27 verse 19. Now, he set Joshua before who? Eliezer. Eliezer was the priest. Now, Joshua is going to take the place of Moses as a leader. But until the place of Eliezer is in the right place of the life of Joshua, Joshua cannot succeed. Okay. Madam, shepherds, we are so needed. You have beauty, you have height, you have calves, you have shape, you have education, no shepherd. You are rich, you are educated, no shepherd. You are politician, no shepherd. Businessman, no shepherd. Somebody must reason with you. Somebody must bring you rebuke. Somebody must admonish you. Somebody must have God's perspective about your opinion. Not for money. Are you free? Certain before Eliezer. God did not say Eliezer away. Eliezer is the priest. The successor of Aaron. Anytime the shepherd is not in place, it is easy to mislead. Am I boring you? Elias are the priests and all the congregation and give him a charge in their sight. And put some of your honor and authority upon him. So you see, 
until the shepherd has the right place. He who is speaking is putting honor on your life. It's an honor. And put some of your honor, some of your honor, some of your honor upon him. Look at the purpose of the honor. That all the congregation of Israel, Israelites, may obey him. Without which is impossible. Now when you become a father, you become an authority figure. You have to be careful your opinion about the children under you. Particularly as a founder and pastors. Everybody is growing. And everybody makes mistakes. Your opinion as a leader, a father, is very, very important to the life future of that child. That pastor, you do not use his weakness to talk him down in the sight of people. You don't do that. There are things you probably know about that child, even with evidence, but you still have to cover. Because you are once a child. So when you become a husband, you become a wife, you become a father, you become a mother. Your endurance must increase. You should be able to endure the mistake of others. Put some of your honor upon him. Some of your honor upon him. We have become so selfish towards one another. Now here, I must conclude. God wanted to build Jesus. He built Jesus by his own spirit. Elijah must be built. Elijah built Elijah by his spirit. Bible said, when they saw Jesus, they said, this is Elias. Elias. This is who? Jeremiah. This is John the Baptist. God will not build you by his spirit, but will build you through his spirit and the spirit of the shepherd. So, the shepherd must be helped to succeed. The shepherd must be helped to live holy. The shepherd must be lived, must be helped to live, not be greedy. That is why you have to help the shepherd. Put some of your honor upon him. A man was struggling with Obtaining a document from some office. We prayed and prayed. And I told him that I want to see this man. That doesn't want to release the document. So we went. As soon as the man. Saw me he stood up from his seat. He said pastor. Say yeah. Do you know me? He said, yes. Where? He said, Jericho Hour. He said, what, what do you want? What do you want? And I said, this is my son. 
And he said, it is done. Uh, pastor, please go. It is done. Please go. It is done. No, no. You, you see, the man who is my son that I took to that office is a contractor. But the pastor who knows nothing about construction has commanded the engineer to release documents. So if you say that the shepherd must be rich before he can talk to you as a rich man, you miss it. The Lord bless you. Amen. The Lord keep you. Amen. The Lord cause your face to shine. Amen. In Jesus' name. Bye-bye.